This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, well, can I basically say good evening to uh, to everyone? Um, this literally is a video uh, that we didn't expect to be doing, and we've already got over ninety people already um, live watching us. I want to introduce uh, my, my 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 co-host for this particular one. Uh, we've got Scott who's a long-time Wolves fan. You've seen on the channel coming on as a guest. Always speaks really well. We've got Steve, who is uh, one of the, the members of the Howlers. In fact, uh, Steve, you played last night, did you not, at the end of season awards. And, yeah, and of course, you've got my uh, one of my co-hosts for the uh, the Always Wolves podcast. This will be going out on the podcast as well to listen in audio afterwards. Uh, we've got Manny Singh. Um, Manny... Let's go to you first, mate, oh, on this. Mate. I, I mean, my initial reaction is shock, gobsmacked, disbelief. I mean, they caught me on the hop with the announcement on Castle. We all knew that was coming. But then the noon, this news on Nuno's dropped. I mean, what is your initial feeling? Well, I'll tell you what, the... The MD of Castor is probably gutted because his his brand launch has been ruined by this news. You know, it's just honestly just totally out of the blue. You saw all the pundits came out with the Nuno interview um, <coughs> with um, his thoughts about Sunday's match and the fans coming back. And I think he even mentioned about Traore's deal, how that was going on. And it seemed like a normal press conference. And then for a couple of hours later, for this news to just drop without any inkling is pretty, pretty shocked. We know there was people in the fan base divided and people wanted to change. I ain't got a problem. I'll never have a problem with anybody's opinion, whether they want him out or in, or that's every individual opinion. But Nuno was the, the best manager we've seen for four decades, probably longer. The best manager we've had in our lifetime, coming into our club and taking us to 
you know, nobody dreamt of Europe, let's be honest. We we might have dreamt of it, but nobody thought we'd be there. And, and he took us there and he and he played a, a great brand of football. And then this year hit, and this year has been a terrible year. You know, people have lost lives and lost their loved ones, lost jobs. Awful, awful year. He's been away from his family. And it's been a terrible... And we just want the season over. There's one more match to go. One more he had to get through. Just see it over and then have a summer of reflection and see what how we wanted to go forward. Whether it was with Nuno or not, that's what I find really hard because one more match, let's see it out of the way and then see and sit down. But obviously, decisions being made, I think, not knee-jerk either. I think the decisions probably being made over a number of weeks. Um, uh, I think, I think so, mate. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna di- we're gonna delve more a lot more into this. What I want to get straight off the top <clears> is <throat> the emotions of how we felt, and then we're gonna obviously delve deeper into uh, what it we was think shock. It this. was shock, wasn't it, Dave? It was complete shock. It was you sort of refreshed Twitter. I thought I'd I'd log on, <laughs> log off, and log on again because it's probably not it's probably not true. Like April the first, it really was shocking to read and. And like you know, my wife and my sister they don't really follow football. Everyone was like, it was it was one of those moments where you just it just you, you remember what you remember what where you were. Well, I was just well, yeah, you the, I think he had me. such an impact on us that you will never ever forget the guy. Um, you know, and so got it. One feeling I've got inside me is that stadium should be 30,000 full rocking Absolutely. from the rafters to give him a send off. And I, I, I think that. Uh, no, it's, it's. I mean, I know you're going to be there to see him off. I've, I've, I won't be there. I hear there's going to be a lot of fans outside on the Waterloo Road. Will be absolutely jam packed. Trust me. Uh, well, absolutely, mate, because it's yeah. he's, he's an absolute legend. Steve, let's come to you for uh, before we get to Scott. Steve, um, I want two questions for you. Really, your initial thought: where were you when you heard? And also, you were literally there last night with the Howlers. You know, player of the you know the the awards evening. Did you have any inkling at all last night about this coming? No, none at all. We went towards. Uh, we did an opening segment. People coming on stage. Um, Mikey Burrows doing his commentary on stage with his mic. Um, people there, famous sports fans. Uh, the players weren't there because they've got a match. Uh, obviously, um, coming soon. So, but um, there was no inkling. Whatsoever positive, Jimenez coming back. It was all positive about next season. We had a slight blip this season, but it wasn't anything too bad. Um, just um, nothing at all, nothing there at all. Um, so I'm, I'm in absolute shock. I really am. I really am in shock. And Scott, yourself, uh, mate. I mean, how did you hear about it, and what's your initial reactions to, uh, and feelings and emotions that you're going through at the moment? I'm still, I'm still like a rabbit in headlights, completely stunned. Uh, I'm stunned as well, to be honest. I wasn't expecting us to make uh, money for a bed like that. And then halfway through the day, I get told this massive, massive shocking news, to be honest. Um, but I I was on the phone to a friend and he said to me, like, oh, um, Nuno's gone to Tottenham. And I just laughed saying that. That'll never happen. And then he said, um, joking aside, though, I do think Nuno's gone. Turn on your TV. So I put on TV and saw all of Sky Sports saying it. Nuno gone. And then Wolves apparently released a statement and stuff. And then it's just thinking about, like, what do we do now? Like, who's going to come in to replace him? If Fusen got 
as Susan always had this in mind and got a replacement already lined up. So the next thing you do is you go to the to like the bookies and try and see if you can see who's the favourites coming in. And to be honest, the favourite to take over there, no, I'm not 100% confident with. Um, well, we're gonna, we, we will get into that, Scott, because we want to. We'll get into all of the uh, the speculation because there's going to be lots of speculation. There's already names being <coughs> bandied about. Like Simon says, today outside Molyneux would be ran with supporters on Sunday. I think that's a given. You know, Manny rightly said, really the send off should be in front of thirty odd thousand. This guy. There's been lots of fans that have criticised Nuno for the last three, four, five months with the style of play and saying he's taken the club as far as he can go. And, you know, I don't know whether that's had anything to do with it, do with the uh, the decision no. or not. You know, We've uh, always backed him on this channel. But oh, we, have, we have backed him, but Dave, <clears throat> I think fans need to get that out. You know, Nuno is an employee of Wolverhampton Wanderers. He wasn't born a Wolves fan. This might sound a little bit, you know, off and, and people might not be able to take it. But he wasn't born and bred a Wolves fan like us. We, we will never, ever leave the football club. And in his mind, he may have had a time frame and he's had four years. Four years is actually quite rare for any manager to have that long in any football club. We still think there was a lot left in the tank. But, you know, new challenges come about. And I don't think you can blame... If some fans have said Nuno out or we, we want Nuno out or his football's boring, Nuno's more of a man for me than to listen to somebody's opinion on social media. You know, uh, Bob from Tipton or Dudley. It ain't going to... I think it's, it's, it's much more clinical than that. You know, Mendes, Camp... You know, Mourinho moving, Fonseca leaving Roma, Mourinho going to Roma, Nuno now linked with Spurs. Things happen and things get put in, irons get put in the fire behind closed doors for a long, long time. So, first of all, we need to get off all the fans back. You know, we can't point fingers at each other. It's not my neighbour who was calling for Nuno out that has forced Nuno out. That's not what happened. The love for Nuno uh, was still there. Everyone respected it. And all the people who wanted to change still respect Nuno for what he's done and how he's brought us and how he's brought us forward. So, you know, it's easy to point fingers at each other, but it's not us. This is the club. These are employees, big, big money. Maybe it's a big payday. Maybe he's thinking, my next challenge. Maybe he's thinking... Fosun will probably take too long to get to the level of a Spurs, and I want to get there now. We don't know. We don't know. Well, it's already, came, it's already come out that Spurs aren't looking at Nuno. It's been reported yeah. by the Athletic correspondents for Spurs that he's not in the mix for there. Maybe, maybe not. not, not but saying... wherever he goes, wherever he goes, you know, we can't. He's got. He's gone now. Let's be honest. He has gone. It's not going to reverse. We could all protest or whatever. It's not going to work. You know. He's gone, and we've got to look forward, but we've got to celebrate what he did for us. That's really oh, important. Yeah. You know, for the last four years, he gave us the best days of our lives, and possibly we might have to go through one or two. You know, sometimes you lose a manager and you don't get the right one in straight away. Well, and you might have to what, go through. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you what? Do you know? Do you know what, uh, Manny? I mean, this is the the big thing, isn't it? What next for Wolves? Because I mean, it is a shock, and 
literally what I can't, what I'm trying to get my head around is how long has this been in the offing for um, at all? Is it of Nuno's doing? Is it of Fosun's doing? You know, because they are ruthless and they can be ruthless. But we've seen when they first came in, the merry-go-round of managers that we had come in until yep. we got Nuno. They got it wrong, yeah. Nuno uh, uh, the, the, the language that Nuno's been talking in the last two weeks about having a bigger squad, you know, about learning the lessons from this year, that doesn't seem like a manager to me that he that was going to leave the club. He was talking about next season and the future and the evolution and what we need to do and this. So, I mean, reading between the lines of people, I think, is it Fosun that's made this decision to make the change rather than it? Because it, it didn't read to me all the stuff that's coming out of his mouth recently, like he was planning on leaving. Steve, your thoughts? Yeah, I think you're right. But again, Nuno has to say something, doesn't he, about next season? I mean, today he was very coy. He was talking about the he just talk, just talk about the here and now a lot, doesn't he? Like next game, next game. Um, but we just don't know, do we? I mean, he, we started the pandemic. We're talking about him not seeing his family, uh, all that kind of thing. I know everyone was calling that an excuse and that kind of. But I think there's so many factors that of this season that have been so um, strange. Um, and but I, I think. We just don't know. Uh, I, I had no inkling about this last night. I thought everything was going to be looking for the future. Maybe Nuno's just thought, you know what? I want a bit of a time. I want a time away. I want a bit of time away. I want to go back home. I want six months off. I've earned some good money, you know. And but it could be the case where Frozen could have said, you know, the football hasn't been great. Maybe it's time for a change. It's it's one of those things. It's, it's football, unfortunately, and you can't stay with the same uh, guy for. A, you know, it's, it's a business by the end of the day, and it's very easy it to, to for people to leave and for people to be hired. Um, I'm slightly worried about who we're going to hire. Got to be honest. Um, I've, I've, to replace Nuno is, I mean, who can, who can replace Nuno? You know, it's not just the manager that manages the team and tactics and everything else. It's all about the foundation of the club, about how players interact with each other, about how to bring the community together. Nuno's done that, done such a fantastic job. And you're right, we should be celebrating. Uh, a manager, the best manager since Stan Collis, as far as I'm concerned, and we should be celebrating him. And just we don't know the answer to that, David. How he how he's left, or why he's been sacked? Has he been has he been pushed? Has he resigned? I think it's a mixture of all of them, if I'm honest. Um, but um, we should be celebrating. And you're right, Manny's absolutely right. You know, he's what he what he's done for this club. We should all be going. Uh, think, getting down to Man uh, on Sunday and uh, showing our appreciation for him. Well, we've even got West Brom Fan TV on here um, that's joined us uh, from our local rivals. They've run a nice channel and they're surprised as well. I think it's come, come as a surprise. Um, reading between the lines, Scott, what's your gut feeling um, on, you know, how it's come out? What's your gut feeling on um, on why or how or who? I think it's a, it's a mixture of different things. I do believe that it was probably a conversation that, he got asked, do you reckon you've got one more season at Wolves in you? And I think with everything that's happened with COVID and the type of season we've had, I think that discussion ended with him basically saying, I think it is time for me to move on and Wolves to progress without him under new leadership. The question now is, like, who's going to take us to that next stage? If it's the person that I think that 
all the bookies have said, then that's not the right person to take us to the next stage, in my opinion. If anything, you're going back to the beginning of Nuno's tenure by going with that person. We need somebody now who's going to push us a little bit further than what Nuno did. Anybody who thinks we're going to get a manager who's going to win us the Premier League is delusional. We need a we need a manager who has been around that top half of the table, knows how to get into that top half of the table and keep yourself there consistently, and then go from there. And the person, like I don't know if you want to go into it right now, but the person for me is Benitez. Because Benitez has been in and around there. He would be the perfect person to come in. Like He would have done a better job at Newcastle if he had a better chairman. And I think we've got a better chairman than Newcastle, obviously. So... I think with him at the helm and with Fusen's support, why not fight for the top six finish? And then eventually, once we get some consistency there, you move on to the next manager who's wins trophies and gets you to that next stage. But like the, the other guys have said, as for Nuno, like we can blame all the, the fans that wanted him out. We can blame... You know anybody we like, but at the end of the day, he is the best manager we've. I don't had. think I don't think we're blaming the fans that want him out because I think Manny's hit the nail on the head when he said, "Everybody, you know, a fan, you've got emotions, you've got feelings, you've got reactions, and if we're all robots, we're all going to agree with the yeah, same yeah. thing, and that's not what football is about. Every fan is entitled to their opinion about yeah. has he taken him as far as we can go. It's the way you put it across." And if you put it across in the right way and you've got an argument for it, yes. Um, I, I don't think, as I think as what as Manny said, I don't think it's got anything to do with the, the fans. I think Nuno's his own man. Um, it just surprised me from the language that I... And I think every single one of us... <laughs> Dave, you know, on. when you say about the language of Nuno and he was talking about the future, I think Nuno's just like that, regardless of whether he's going to stay here or not. That's the kind of man he is, looking at the future and the well-being. If he leaves Wolves, he will still want Wolves to progress next year. He'll still want them to do well. He'll still want their players that he brought and nurtured to grow into, into great players. He won't not want that. He won't switch off to any of those thoughts just because he's decided to leave because of the type of man he is. He's not going to be that selfish. I don't think he's shown that in his character, that he's so caring the love that he gave the players. You look at Adama Traore, you know, when he came to the club, he put his arm around Adama like no other manager did, you know, and he, and he treated the players like his his own sons when he's met Doherty, when he met Jota, you know, even after they left, the love he gave them. And he's, uh, I don't think just because he goes, he starts not to th talk about the future. So him talking about the future just a few days ago, that's normal Nuno for me, even if he has made his decision. Um, he's his own man. Unless Fosun have marched him into the boardroom and said, you've took us as far as you can, sorry, but we're letting you go, that would be fairly knee-jerk and fairly shocking, to be honest. I'm sure that even though they're ruthless, they would have respected the job he's done over four years and had a very open conversation about the future and where we're going and how we're going to go and... And 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 maybe maybe it's also Nuno thinking, okay, that's fair enough. I had four years, I've had a great run, you know. Um, we've he he said in his statement today, we've achieved what we what we set out to do. We got him in the Premier League and we took him to Europe. That was actually beyond our <laughs> when he when he signed. Remember, we didn't know who Nuno was. Hands up, who knew 
what a brilliant manager Nuno was when he signed for us. We were saying Nuno who? We were. That's what I was saying. So Bruno Lage or Paolo Fonseca or all these names linked. For me, they're just names. None of them mean anything to me until they come here and we see how they are and how they act and how they talk. I'm not that up on European football to know um, their qualities. You know, I only concentrate on my club and um, whoever comes, we'll back him. We, will have, we have to back him. That's how you work as fans. You back him, you give him 100%. Nuno would want us to back whoever comes in. So, you know, he would want us to succeed and we're only going to succeed if we all get a start afresh with the new person and be together and go forwards and not look at each other and say, oh, you wanted him out and it's your, you know, that's not going to work. We're not going to succeed if we're, if we're like that. When things go wrong, you're always going to have disappointed people and things did go wrong a little bit. They did. It wasn't severe. Had we had all our injured players fit, would we have got another 10 points this year? Possibly, yes. That would have put us on the verge of maybe qualifying for the Europa League. So it wasn't a huge disaster as we make it out to be. Yes, the football and 27, 29 games of 37 where you don't score in the first half and only 35 goals and only five goals from your top scorer, that's relegation form. Nice. Make no bones about it. That form is actually relegation form and it was only our start from the first 15 games that kept us in the Premier League. Um, you know, but it was down to damage limitations, wasn't it? I mean, losing a player like yeah. Jimenez, we didn't realise yeah. how much of a focal point he was in, in the group. And, and obviously losing Jota and Doherty and all those assists that they um, yeah. that Doherty provided as well. That's a, they're massive losses. And obviously losing Johnny as well. It's it's It was damage limitations this season. It was just trying to... We had good players that could pass the ball, but obviously trying to recruit the players that we had. We rec we recruited badly. We did, we knew not what a small squad that didn't work in his favour. Signing strikers that were were kid a, a kid striker for thirty five million and expecting him to be the new Jimenez. Um, so many factors haven't worked this season. It's no. just, I just think it's it's one of those things. It's just such a shame it hasn't worked out. And I'm I'm, I'm I am gutted that it could have been another season. Give him at least another three months into the season for me, and and see how we'll, with some new transfers, some a bit of fresh uh, blood in the team, and you know that that's what I'd have liked to have seen. Um, I'm just, but obviously it's a kind of it seems to me it's like a knee jerk reaction to the negativity that the surrounding everything, the style of play, the comments. I'm not saying the fans have made that decision, but I think Nuno might have seen some comments and gone, you know what, maybe my time is, maybe this is like you know. My time said to go. Did that they did see, he did see the comments because he mentioned it in one of his press conferences, didn't he? He said he saw how the fans were feeling. He saw, you know, how upset they were, and maybe that was something in the back of his mind as the season carried on. Um, because he's always said from the beginning with one pack, and it's not been the same without the lads in the stands supporting the boys. So it's it's been a tough season because of all different circumstances. You add into the fact that we didn't have a pre-season, so any of the new lads couldn't really, you know, gel with the, the guys that were already there. It's just been a rough season. And to be honest, it's, it is upsetting that he's going. Um, I personally would have gave him one more season because I do think he would have been a lot better next season. But if his mind's made up and then that conversation with Fusen as well cemented it, it's just a shame. And you don't forget, you know, don't forget, If fan, as fans, we're not employees of the club, so we can freely say what we want. Nuno always has to speak as the manager of the club, so he'll always speak with a positive slant on anything. 
I'm sure when he closes his door, he's absolutely gutted we're making defensive howlers and he's absolutely gutted that we haven't scored again in the first half and what is going wrong. And he's probably questioned himself as well. So I'm sure he's his own biggest critic when things aren't going right and they're not going wrong. I'm sure he is. He doesn't have to show that on face to us. The fans obviously will show it. So even if he has seen fans say, oh, the, it's boring, it's negative, we don't score, he probably thinks, actually, I know that. I'm trying my damn hardest to put it right, but I do actually know that isn't, it, it isn't, the product isn't very good. And, and, and like you said, things do come to an end. We're just shocked at the timing and we all thought maybe the summer get things in order, get the players back, start afresh. And if we're in October, November, and we're in the bottom six and everything's dour, and then folks will make a decision. But it's happened now. It's happened. Now we have to look forward. Like I said, I don't know any of the contenders. The only name I knew on that list was Scott Barker, I think, the one they put someone put up on social media. So I didn't, honestly, they were just names to me. So for me, whoever comes in, just got to back him 100%. Not us. The club, Fosun, first of all, they've got to give the new manager exactly what he wants because it will be, he'll have his own ideas, remember. He's not Nuno. <laughs> well, Lupu22 put on the uh, post here, which is a, a few people have been saying, is it possible the fact that he was away from his family for a long time has influenced this decision? I think if it is his decision, I think that definitely would have some bearing because he has been away. A lot of the players have been away. I mean, thoughts on that? Awful. It's awful, yeah. Mm. I can't imagine. I couldn't imagine being away from all of my family, um, and knowing that they're that far away in another country as well. Knowing that you can't travel there, it's it's going to take a toll. Anybody who says they wouldn't feel anything, ain't ain't on the truth. You would feel something. Um, for me, for me, I think you won't see him go straight back into management either. I think he'll probably take some time with his family, reassess his options, and then he'll come back in. Um, but for, for me now. I think him leaving now, as much as it is a shock on the timing, I think it is the perfect time for the new manager because he's got the whole of pre-season now to come in, put his implement his way of playing on the lads and bring in the people that he wants to help. The thing is, how long do we take him getting a new manager? That's the question. Um, well, Brian Wheel has made another good point here over in Thailand. Brian is often seen on the international fan. It says, makes you wonder what happens with the backroom staff. But all of them will go. Yeah, they'll all go. They'll all go. On top of that, the players, you know. That will happen, Dave. Dave, you look at someone like, let's take our captain, Connor Cody. Back when Nuno came in, if we'd have lost Connor Cody, none of us would have been bothered by it because he was a bit part squad player. He turned Connor Cody into a sweeper, took us up, won the title, took us into Europe, led us, and then got him England caps. He he gave Connor Cody a career by the way he transformed him into this um, uh, ball-playing sweeper, you know. And someone like him, obviously, he, I'm sure today Connor Cody's thinking, oh, my God, is my time up? Have I got to look? So players will change. Don't get, you know, new manager ain't going to come here and think, okay, here's my squad. This is what I've got to work with. He's going to say, right, I don't need him, him, him. I want these five, six players. He'll, of course, they'll say that, and that's the time that Foson will have to back him. Players will always change, and managers will always change. It's only the crest that remains and the fans who turn up. Everything else is changeable. It'll always change. It'll always will change. We're just a little bit sorry that 
it's changed after four years. But then I think, bloody hell, four years actually in, in this day. And I think Chelsea have had about six managers in those four You know, Watford have had how many managers? Nine managers, yeah. is it, in four years? So well, Watford go through managers like there's, uh, there's no beef, no tomorrow, don't they? Yeah. And don't forget as well, when Nuno gets his new job, wherever that may be, whatever lucky club that might be, where's he going to come knocking on, a, on our place door as well? So, I do reckon... Uh, I do reckon we'll lose Traore because Traore is the only one, as far as I'm aware, hasn't signed a new contract. The funny thing is, Scott, um, uh, Nuno did an interview this morning. If you see his press conference, he was asked about Traore and he said Traore was very close to sorting everything out. And he was very pos- positive about yeah. the situation. So hearing that for me was, oh, that's amazing. that Because that would be a big statement if Wolves, you know, but does that mean, managed does that mean- to secure his contract. Does that mean that there's somebody in line? Does that mean somebody's got the job? I think there is. It's, it's, Steve, yeah. you, you asked a question earlier, and I'm 100% sure Fosen ain't getting rid of Nuno because they haven't looked. They know mm-hmm. exactly. They, they'd, apparently, Blue, Bruno, what's his name? Lage, is he? Yeah. Bruno Lage is. Bruno Lage, apparently. The rumours are he's in talks. Now this is the this is the men the one word we haven't mentioned so far, and the one thing that has driven this club since we, Nuno came here, Mendes. You know, it. I'm hundred percent sure Mendes, Fosun, been round table, discussed names, thrown people about, offered people, and people have already been told that we're after you. Do you want to come? And I'm sure there's irons in the fire with two or three yeah. players. There's no so way. There's no way they've just thought today, get rid of Nuno, what next? Yeah. If, they, if that's the case, then that's really poor by the club. But I don't think that, that's the case. That is the case. This has been decided a long time ago, I reckon. I reckon yes. Nuno's had enough. I reckon that's what's happened. He's gone, you know what? It is a long, long term. Like I think so as well, yeah. Well, yeah. interestingly, the Telegraph have reported uh, about Large and someone called Cancelo or Cancelo. Um, says Lard's been out of work since his Benfica contract terminated yeah. last July is the favourite but further discussions are planned it's not certain he would qualify for a permit under the post-Brexit regulations over the past five years this guy has worked as an assistant at Sheffield Wednesday and Swansea as head coach of Benfica before getting the senior Benfica job the two other Portuguese coaches in the early running to succeed Nuno um it's Porto manager Sergio uh, Conciercio. I hope I said that right. Uh, he has held, he says, has held talks, but these have stopped. And the question is whether they are revived. And also, Fua Ferreira, a former assistant to Jose Mourinho at various clubs before a spell as manager of Al Duhal in Qatar, could be an option again. But again, work permit could be. The other uh, one that's been mentioned, Dave, is um, Paolo Fonseca. So Mourinho goes to Roma and Fonseca becomes available. So he's, you know, left Roma. He's without a club. So there's another name that people have banded about. But again, I don't really know too much about any of them. Bruno Lage, the initial response, you look on Twitter, people are thinking, oh, my God. that's a Someone said is the Aldi version of Nuno. From Nuno <laughs> I Bruno? I hope he's not. You know, and, and we like Scott um, said, we need to now look forward, and by looking forward, you have to step up a level. So if you're thinking new, if you're thinking Nuno's not good enough, if you've thought Nuno is not good enough, the next one better be good enough. So you know, this is um, a big, big, big uh, appointment. 
You think about it. If, if Tottenham are looking at Nuno, that's because they believe he's going to get them into Champions League football, etc. Yeah. So if we've just got rid of a manager that they believe is a Champions League manager, then we need to bring somebody in of that same calibre. So yeah. for me, like this this Bruno guy, I don't I know a little about him. I know his Benfica run wasn't that great. He was assistant manager at Sheffield Wednesday and Swansea. Um, but other than that, he hasn't really done much managerial-wise. So, for me, we need somebody who knows this league inside out. We need somebody who has won trophies and can get a team into the top half of the table and keep them there. And the only name I've seen pop up that screams all that is Benitez. And I do believe that with Fusen's backing and with his reputation, we can attract better players to then make that jump from being a team that's I think I think Scott's only saying that because he's got a Benitez goatee beard and Benitez glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going for a look-alike, are you, Benitez? <laughs> well, I, I was the Nuno look-alike, so I can't, you know, he's gone now, so I'm out. I'm out. Scott, I'm with you. Honestly, I'm with you. I think we need someone that knows the league. That's that's fundamentally got to be there, the, the pace of the league and everything mm-hmm. else that goes with it. Um, you mentioned Benitez. I mean, there's been another name thrown in there, which is Steven Gerrard. Um which I think would be a step up for him. Um, whether he'd be ready yet, he's quite young and the funny thing is, like, you know, we've got so many players from Portugal. So many, you know, and they've got to be managed and, and like the port the Porto manager coming here, at least you'll know everybody, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he won't need to and someone like Steven Gerrard, you think, you know, with his style and his tenacity, will he would he want a big clear out of of and bring, I don't know, more British based players or people who I would have thought the, so. I would have thought so. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. I, I, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Whoever the decision is, it's going to be a big, big, big task, you know, for them to follow. Big you think if Benitez does come in as well, I reckon you keep players like Raul because one, this can both speak the same language. Two, it's a manager of a higher calibre, so then Raul's going to want to work with him. And then if you keep these, if you've got this quality of manager coming in, players like Traore, Neves, uh, Raul will stay because they know that the club wants to progress further. So they're going to stay with that club to have the time, well, the time to work under Benitez and hopefully get into a European spot on a regular basis. Now, the other thing that you could add in there as well is if Traore... If there was any doubts of Traore, you're bringing in a Spanish manager. Traore is Spanish. So that would make Traore closer to signing. So if it is true that Fusen have got a plan already set in place on the manager coming in, maybe that's the reason why Traore is now more comfortable closer to signing because he's somebody he thinks he can work with. I don't think Traore will be loved more by any manager than Nuno loved him. I think he was the <laughs> perfect man. The perfect man for Traore. Um, uh, and, you know, Traore, let's be honest, he struggled, but he's had nothing. He's had no one in the box to cross to. He's had no service. He's, he's had no strikers in the box to aim for. And, um, you know, and, and let's be honest, even Ruben Neves, he's been at the club four years. I am gobsmacked that Ruben Neves has been at Wolves for four years. It's been an absolutely brilliant achievement by us to keep him for that long. You know, money on him staying another four years. I think he's really yeah. committed to this club. Mm. 
It's a family club. Well, I think they all settled here. That's the thing about it. And then now it's they are settled to... here, but the, the the guy who kept them all in check is not here exactly. anymore. Exactly, exactly right, man. Exactly and that's right. the difference. So that's it will unsettle people. Patricio has been, you know, people have talked about him and his age, and maybe he wants to go back home. Remember. Their wives and girlfriends are driving the strange streets as us, and it's raining every day, and it's bloody, <laughs> it's just absolutely terrible. And you, and it's easy to start thinking, and with the pandemic, and think my family back home, let's go back, or let's. So easy to have those feelings, especially when the season has been so poor, no fans, no one cheering your name, no one giving you the support, and then maybe reading the odd comment here and there that gets you, you know, especially the younger players. So it, don't expect this to just be Nuno for somebody else and we keep every player. It doesn't, no. it, that doesn't work like that. No manager's ever worked like that. The manager will come with his list of needs and wants and um, uh, and that's who we'll employ. There could be a manager who's willing to come to us, but Fosun might not be willing to give them the money that he wants. We don't know that. Now, they, they, that's one point we've not talked about. Maybe Nuno's gone to Fosun and said, I need a bigger squad. No. And they might have turned around and said, well, this is all you've got. We yeah. don't know. We don't know that. And then he said, okay, well, I've taken, took him as far as I can then. Well, how, big a, how big a first name in there? I mean, the one know that. I mean, we got, we've gone quite far in a very short space of time. Got to seventh twice in the Premier League. Yeah. Massively overachieved. We've yeah. gone, we've become 12th and then we've had this mediocre league. I mean, what are, what are, Fosun's ambitions here. Are we still thinking Champions League? I mean, if if that is the case, surely we could be talking about a bigger stadium. Why why are we not talking about that? Why has that not happened? What you know, it, things need to happen at the, the same the same pace, don't they? So we are quite a small team compared to the top six teams. I mean, where's the where's the kind of uh, the structure of kind of uh, the, the way forward? I'm not seeing that. You know. So well, yeah, we do have a new guest that's uh, joined us as well. <laughs> just got in the house. Jason, we've um, we've been talking a lot about uh, about Nuno, and we're we're going to talk a little bit more. We've got about twenty five minutes left of the show. Uh, you've just got in. Just tell us about how you've heard about this. You're a, it, you're an instant emotion reaction, and how you're feeling right now. Okay, so I heard the news today, and yes, it has come as a shock and a surprise, but then. When you think about it, and, you know, I think we all reflect on things. Yes, it's been a difficult season. We've had no supporters in the stadium, right? That's the first thing. Um, on social media, if you think that the powers that be at Wolves don't know what's happening on social media, it's such a huge part of the game now, or not, not the game as such, but it's a huge part of um, what happens in clubs. You know, I, I understand. I, I firmly believe that, 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 that they know what's going on. They know there's disgruntlement. Listen, this decision, though, isn't born today or yesterday. This decision has probably been made four or five months ago. Now, I put a post on Twitter. If Fosun are the calm, cool, collected cookies that we think they are, then this decision... Uh, you know, they'd have spoke to Nuno, it's, it's all up in the air, all out in the open, I should say. And then all of a sudden, um, I mean, some of the names there, Eddie Howe, just Chris Wilder. Oh. Wait, <laughs> delete got, him, Dave, whoever I, said Eddie Howe, I, delete I, him. I, 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 don't know, I don't know what I mean. I don't know why I'm even commenting. But I think that, um, you know what, the, 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 Fosun have got their man. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if early to mid next week this... I what I can't understand is some of the media outlets are now saying mentioning names and this, that, the other. Listen, 
None of us know. That's the truth. But listen, don't start saying Eddie Howe, Chris Wilder, Nigel Pearson. Stop wasting your time. Rafa Benitez. I mean, listen, the reality is, um, you know, Nuno's gone now. We've got to look forward. It's very, very sad because we've had two seventh place finishes, right? We've had an FA Cup semi-final. We've had a Europa League quarter-final. And there's a certain sector fans with entitlement beliefs that think, we should have won a trophy. What's Nuno won? I get it. Yeah, what has he won? But also, you look at the past 30, 40 years of this club's history, what have we, we won? won? Nothing. 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 And yet, there's progress. Do you think that when Fosen took over, we should... I'll, I'll tell you what. We should have won the championship at Acanta. We should have got to the Premier League. First season, finished top four. Second season, won it. Yeah? Would these fans have been happy? No. Because then we should have won the European Cup the following season. Listen, this is always going to be the case. Whatever we win, whatever happens, there's always going to be a certain section of owners. But my message was clear from the start, was clear from 12 months ago, right? When when this, this, this difficult season, this difficult end of last season, uh, be careful what you wish for. And the reality is, yes, it's going to be great if we get a new manager in and, yeah, we finish top four next season. That's not going to happen. So the whole back, re- the whole back room team has gone now. On top of the back room team going, you've got, you know, is Matinho going to be in next season? No. Rui, doubtful, et cetera, et cetera. It's just a massive upheaval. And then it's a building process again. Then it's a, a time of process for the team to gel. But Wolves fans are notoriously impatient. And the ones that wanted Nuno out are impatient people. So so after five games, we get two wins and a draw. What happens then? Right. And then they're all going to be on Twitter. Shit, get someone else in. Then we join the merry-go-round in the back. Listen, we, you know what? I hope this is Nuno's choice and not Wolves. Because if it's Wolves' choice, I'm going to be really pissed off. But if it's Nuno's choice, do you know what? What more does he need to prove to us, Wolves fans? Nothing. What does he owe nothing. us? Absolutely ah. nothing. He owes us absolutely nothing, by the way. Two seventh place finishes. We owe him everything. Everything. Jason, I've got to say, uh, really great. And I, that's why I wanted you to come on uh, to this, because I, I absolutely adore your passion and your straight talking, which is great. And uh, I'm a bit like you. If it's Nuno's decision to go, respect He's he's got nothing more to prove. We absolutely love the guy, you know. I think even this year, I know it's not been great, but he kept us safe with five six games to go. And the thing that I was, that I'm worried about now is that there was stability. I thought I could see the future. I could see where we would go next year and what was going to happen. And like now, I'm a bit worried about like what you say. It all it's the unknown now. Yeah. We're, we're now completely in the unknown we're yeah. basically a blank canvas don't think that we'll have the same squad like i said the players will be ripped up the new manager's not going to come in and say okay i'll just work with whoever i've got he's going to have his own ideas and the, and and what jason's said there is the biggest thing for me if nuno goes on his own accord all our blessings with him if fosen i've got rid of him then God help us in a way. We could go through two or three managers before we get it right again. Exactly. We could, <laughs> we could exactly. easily do it. They made a cock up with um, Denger and Lambert. You know, they had to go through two <laughs> two players, two managers before they even got to Nuno. And even then we thought Nuno who? And it was a bit of a gamble when even they got him. So I think whoever they get, we're gonna be 
sitting, that, you know, biting our nails and thinking, how is this going to pan out, you know? We know, we know media frenzy now, and you've got people just following other media outlets going, oh, this, I mean, Bruno, whatever his name is, right? I don't know who he is. No. And, and you've got people following the media trend now. And listen, Nuno, uh, sorry, Wolves know who's going to replace Nuno. They do. Yeah. But this media trend now, listen, people haven't got a clue. And all these supporters, no, no, I'll get rid of him. Who do you want? Who've they heard of? Oh, get Rafferini, won a trophy 20 years ago at Liverpool. Oh, yeah, he might have won the Italian Cup recently. I've heard people saying today, Stephen Gerrard, great. Two teams in Scotland, Rangers and Celtic, with the money that they've got coming in. If they can't finish first or second, there's going to be an uproar. It's, it's so right, though. That is, Jay. It is. Rangers and everything. No disrespect to their fans or anything, but they're playing against Celtic pretty much. If Celtic or Rangers yeah. win it. So if, listen, if you manage Rangers, the, the, the brief is, right, beat Celtic home and away, and we've got half a chance of winning the title. And that's a fact. So, listen... Yeah. I, I listen. I, I'm gutted today. I'm really, really upset. Right, and all these new no out people, these people who were calling him a clown, this, that, the other. You've got to be so, so, so careful for what you wish for. Because as Wolves fans who've been uh, a supporter for 30, 40 years, you understand it's a roller coaster. And there is not one club in the Premier League in the history of football which has got this complete upward curve. Right, and yes, Man City are doing well now. And, and look at the, the look at the ride they've had, but look at the the debt they've been laden with. Look at the um, you know, look at the changes in that club, right? But it's not going to be that way for Wolves. It's not going to be this upward curve. And do you know what? Do you really think we're going to be winning European cups and this, that, the other? It's got to be a slow, steady build up. And do you know what? We haven't got that stability now. Now Nuno's gone, and like I said, I hope it's his choice. But then. We're going to get someone else in. And, and it's not going to be... We're not going to get another Nuno. So fans think that we've got this four years with Nuno and there's been growth. The next four years now, we're going to get into the top four. Then the next four years, we're going to win the European Cup. Then the next... That's not how football works. Do you think these fans are going to be that patient? You think they're going to want instant success? And that's the entitlement that comes with it. And let me tell you something. I wouldn't be surprised if Molyneux moves, by the way. And do you know what? This is just my opinion. Oh, so uh, 18 months, we've had a chance to build, redevelop, fill corners in, paint stands, paint stadiums. Do you know what? Nothing. Nothing. But do you know what? Also, so uh, that stadium holds 32,000. I've heard the Steve Ball st uh, stands literally fall into pieces and there's problems with this, problems with that, right? This is just great by news, by the way. So moving forward, fast forward, what's going to happen? Are they going to redevelop that? that stand and spend millions and millions and millions or are they going to do a, another alternative move it to the i-54 get a motorway link going into it get hs2 running into it get hotels and this that the other that would be the the attraction uh for fosen to do something like that build a 50,000 seat stadium etc 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 um i just think there's going to be so many changes now and you're quite right we had that stability with nuno and we did, and we all felt safe. We all felt comfortable. We're not going down. Different season. No fans in the stadium. Loads of injuries. Yet there's all the, get him out, get him out, get someone else in. Back on the bandwagon we go. Well, I mean, that says it all. Manny and Steve, um, Scott, I mean, I think Jason's touched on quite a few points there. Very, very passionate. Very passionate. The stability, yeah, I think, Manny, I you think touched Manny on it. That's the big worry now, isn't it? Now, isn't it? 
Unknown. You know, the unknown worries everybody. When we know what's going to happen. If Nuno had a pre-season, we knew the players were coming back. Raul, he's been given the all-clear. Neto was going to come back. You know, Pedence was going to come back. If we had, let's just play hypothetical games. If we had Raul in our side, Neto in our side, Pedence in our side, Bowley playing 100 miles an hour without its COVID, would we have got another 10 points? Yes or no? Yes. I think, yeah. Another 10 points quite easily. Yes. That would have put us on the verge of Europe again <laughs> in our crap season. That would have been our crap season. You know, so it's not as bad as what we made. it. The football, yes. Some of the decisions he made, we shook our heads. Some of the subs he made, we shook our heads. That's normal football. That ain't going to get away. Always. Alex Ferguson, I'm sure Alex Ferguson made crap bloody Always. substitutions. <laughs> Interject there, Manny. Last time Man U won the league, 2012 2013, who was the manager? Who, what, the one since? Nothing. Well, there you How go. How many managers? How many managers? <laughs> yeah, they've got to get it right and they've got to rebuild and etc. etc. Yeah. And do you know what? You're quite right. Liverpool, all... mate, Liverpool 30 yeah. years and 1.3 billion pounds and they won one title, then they're crap again <laughs> the following season. I've got a question. I've got a question. Oh, a question. Could Nuno get the Arsenal job? No. I think he could. Could he get a Tottenham job? He, he could get the... I mean, Has he got the ability to? You are no. about? Basically, yeah. yeah. Would they have him? Realistically, right, the puppet master, and I say this time and time again, Mendes. The at this club is George Mendes, whether we like it or not. Folks and aren't football people. So George Mendes has got that much power. Realistically, right? So you've got... Uh, so save Nuno gets the Spurs job, right? Who's Nuno's agent? Mendes. Great. Good deal for him. Who are we going to get to replace Nuno? Possibly a Mendes client. Possibly more Mendes players on this absolute carousel. That's the carousel that we're on now. And who's making money out of it, etc., etc.? Uh, Mendes. Has he brought some great players to us? Yes, he has. Matinho, five million quid. Neto, Bargi, Neves, Jotaru's moved on, 45 million. Uh, you know, but then, oh, like I said before, we get some um, we get some duff ones. For me, Silver's a duff one. I, I know I keep saying it, and I know people are scared of hearing it. 45 million we sold Diogo Jota for. Unbelievable business. Then we sign uh, 35 million pound for, for Fabio Silva. And then people go, oh, can't blame, can't blame. He's not old enough. He's not this, he's not that, he's not the other. What was Robbie Fowler doing at 18? What was um, Michael Owen doing at 18? Listen, I'm not buying this age stuff, right? This season has been so difficult on so many levels. So why There's only do... 14 ages that have scored more than him in the whole of Europe. Yeah, well, than uh, Silver. Yeah, than Silver in the whole of Europe. Well, okay, great. Is he worth... No, no, I'm just saying, I understand Jason, but, you know, he's yeah. had nine starts. He started nine games. Look, look, it's easy for me to criticise. and I'm, He's 18 really, years old. I wouldn't like to write my kid out no, at 18. Look, look, I understand <laughs> that, right? And he didn't choose the price tag. But what no, I also he didn't. understand is, if the flip side of it, people want Nuno out, why didn't we judge Nuno when, yeah. you know, let's judge Nuno when he's got Raul Jimenez up front. Yeah. Let's Judge Nuno. Yeah. So the, the, the point being is, if we're all going to judge Silva, you know, which we are, we are a different side, a completely different side without Jotter and Jimenez at front. Completely different yeah. side. So, okay, let's ask the question to you all. And I know what the answer is going to be. Who would you rather have at front? Jotter and Jimenez or Silva and Jose? 
There's only one answer to that. I think Fabio's going to be. A, I think I've seen enough of Fabio to think that he is going to be a player. I think he's been. I, I think the price tag was way too ridiculous. Much. I, ridiculous. Price, all Mendes. That was that was all Mendes, and a lot of that money yeah. ended up in his pocket. Let's be honest. Yeah, but you think if Raul didn't get injured, nobody would even bat an eyelid about the money we paid for Silva because Silva no, would have made bench appearances. No. No, and he would have played in the under 23. Yeah. The only reason why it's become an issue is because he got thrown in the deep end after Raul got injured. Yeah. And then but he went to more squad, didn't he? The people, you look at all the people that were slugging him off. As soon as Jose replaced him, those same people are calling for Silva to be played back. They were because Jose was the Spanish Robert Taylor, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and that, 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 that's been the frustration. All, but for every. Two or three good players we sign. We're going to get a duff one along the way. We are. So, that's, 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 just, walls... that's just happens anyway, doesn't it? It's naturally going to happen. If any of these Wolves fans think we're on an escalator to win the European Cup and the Premier League four years running, it ain't Deluded, happening. It? Just get real yeah. with it. No. Just get real. Yeah. But... The one, if we have to, you know, we, it's not wrong to criticise Nuno. Let's get this right. You no. can criticise him and say, like, no. for example, let's look at the centre-half, you know, Den Donker, midfielder. Cody, midfielder, turned into a sweeper. Size, midfielder, is he a defender? So, really, we haven't bought a top-class centre-half for how many windows? Four you years. Know? And Nuno's got it. He bought Vallejo, this Real Madrid, and he turned yeah. out to be bloody <laughs> Paul Stancliffe, you know. Um, <laughs> you we've got championship defence, haven't we? We've got the same defence we've got in the championship, haven't we? You know, so... If they had pre-season and they were trying the back four system the way he wanted to play this season, you think about it, he would have watched that, saw that we were let, weren't doing well with a back four, then he might have gone into the market and said, I need a centre-back. But because we didn't have that pre-season, he's had to test the Scott, Scott, he, he didn't change until four at the back until the season was happening. Samedo and Eight Nuri, I don't think, were bought as full-backs. They were bought as wingers running down the wing in the, the old five with the five three at the back and um then he tried a different system and then realized oh my god i don't have the players to play this system yes we look more of a threat but we conceded a lot of goals it was a crap season let's be honest it was a crap season but it wasn't a disaster we've stayed up with many ma matches to go we've secured our premiership status like jason said that's wolves that's how it's going to be and now was the pre-season, Nuno, here's your money, who do you need, get your players fit and let's go again. And now we've exactly. gone blank canvas, exactly. where do we go now? And that's where we're sitting now. So right, Manny, so right. We've had 12 players finish when we've had our key players, out. I mean key players as well, proper our biggest yeah. players. Yeah. Huge. And we finished 12th. I mean, we played rubbish, but we played, We finished 12th. That is not bad. I mean, where Steve, do we go that way next season? Steve, that way? Take, take Harry Kane out of Spurs. Then they're nothing. Exactly. Take uh, exactly. Mo Salah out of Liverpool. They go down a level. Take Jack Grealish out of Villa. They couldn't hit a barn mm. door. You take a key player out of any side, regardless of what. Take De Bruyne out of Man City. You know, they will miss players. You'll miss, miss. And this was our best uh, linchpin, the one that held everything together, the focal point. He went, he went. And like Jason said, we had an 18 year old kid who wasn't quite there. And we expected the world from him, and he didn't deliver. Mm -hmm. And you know, I felt so Look, sorry for him. But you know what? I I give Silver a lot of bad press, and once again, he's he isn't maybe he isn't ready, and maybe we're all expecting too much, and maybe the price tags ruined it. And I and I do <laughs> genuinely understand that, and I don't want to 
go here, criticise an 18-year-old. But mm. you know what? When Jimenez has gone, we should have had, if we're going to be this club that, that's going to be challenging for top four and all this, we should have had a striker ready to come in. And we should have had, you know, we haven't, we've got well, one recognised centre-half at the club. If you, you know, take Hillman out of it at the minute. you got Willy Bollard. Oh, and after that, got Dendonka, Cody, Saez, all mucking in with him. You know, let's get the spine of the team right for me. Big decisions, mate. Real, real big decisions. Matinho yeah. on his last legs. We can see it. Wonderful player. Possibly the the best footballing player we've seen at Molyneux in our lifetimes. Yeah. But you saw him treading in mud on the weekend. He couldn't yeah. get on on the midweek. He couldn't get around the pitch, uh, and, and his legs, you know, are not there. I don't think. Let's, 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 let's change the argument a little bit now. Let's look at what's happening off the pitch. So, with Laurie Dalrymple, we Good don't point. know what job he was doing. But from a communications point of view, there was a lot of transparency throughout the club. Right now, we've got Jeff who says absolutely nothing, right? And then all of a sudden, we've heard this bombshell news today. And then, all, you know, we're like this in absolute uproar. We're, Elwell went there. as well, didn't they? You've lost Elwell, Dalrymple. And now Nuno, that they were well, like this, this week. You lost the commercial manager, Steve Morton, was he? And you lost Andy yeah. Key, the club Andy shop Key manager. Well. You lost, you lost. Yeah. There's a lot of players, there's a lot of good players, good staff that have gone out yeah. of the club. There is. I'm just waiting for that statement to come out. You know, that I, I, Jeff I, takes I, over Nuno's position. Really, really is lacking. And Dalrymple was that connection between the supporters and the club. Jeff Sheik seems to be non-existent. And, and the problem is, then people do vent on social media. And I just think if that link was created again, I just think it would really calm the ship, would massively. Maybe the biggest appointment is a sporting director then, you know, a, 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 the middleman between Jeff and Jeff and the manager. Maybe that's the biggest appointment. Effectively, behind the scenes, that's George Mendes. George Mendes is, is pulling so many strings. He's, he's, you know, and listen... Like I said, he's putting some fantastic players we would never, ever have, have got access to. But, it, you know, of course, he's not the sporting director. But I think from a communications point of view, George Mendes isn't going to come out and speak to us, is he? And Jeff no. Sheik, he's offering very, very, very little. So we do no. need someone there, um, you know, to, 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 to be that sort of go-between and, 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 you know, give us this feedback. I'll tell you what, though. This decision, I mean... We've got to look at it now because obviously it's happened. Nuno's leaving and, and everything. This is a pivotal point in Wolves history right now that we're yeah. going through. It's going to go one or two ways. If things go down the wrong way and we have a bad start to next season, you could start losing the fan base again. And, the, the, you know, if it, they get the appointment right... And, uh, I mean, we've seen clubs... I mean, look at Chelsea. They got rid of Lampard, who's... Loved by the club, and they bought in Thomas Tuttle. And look what Chelsea have actually gone in the right direction since then. So, in hindsight, maybe they made the right decision. If it goes that way, we're all going to be happy. But it's such a pivotal, pivotal moment. What happens in the next eight weeks for the start of the season? Getting the right manager in, retaining the key players, getting the transfer people coming in who we've got, if they get it wrong, we're in real trouble for next season. Wolves, we get it right, maybe we Wolves, again. Wolves are not Chelsea. Abramovich started his project about 17 years ago. You know, let's be honest, we're Wolves and we're going to have a bit of turmoil, I think. It's not going to be plain sailing. Yes, if we win four of the next five matches at the start of the season and we're in third place, 
we'll all be thinking, oh, wow, wonderful, no, no, yeah, thanks, bye, see ya, you know, and football fans have a very short memory in that in that sense, but if it goes wrong, then yeah, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll demand answers off the owners, and we'll want transparency, and we want to know why they got rid of the manager, and we're worse off, it's unknown, it is completely unknown, we could basically lay down any scenario we'd like, and all of them could come true right now, with Nuno, we knew, we knew he was heading for back four, more attacking style, and possibly bring the players in to suit that system, give him the opportunity to do so. So we knew that. We knew that. We saw it. Now we know mm. nothing. <laughs> we had the foundations, didn't we? We had the foundations yeah. there. And all we had to do was just get a couple of players in, get the, get the injured players back. It would have been easy eighth place. I tell you what, let's 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 be a bit more cheerful. What's your favourite Nuno memory? Bristol. You know, you go to Cardiff away and that that running on the pitch and Warnock chasing him and yeah. Middlesbrough away. Some of the championship days, you know, Bristol City and him going absolutely mental with those two old blokes in the stand, you know. He's he's given us some magical, magical moments. And, you know, yeah, and we took on the big, big teams, beating Spurs away, you know, at Wembley, taking Chelsea, Man United beating all the big boys in our first season. So many one brilliant the, memories. One of the best atmospheres under Nuno, um, that Man United quarter-final, the atmosphere oh. pre-game, yeah. uh, the whole thing around that. It was live on BBC as well. Showcase, that captured everything about yeah. Wolves at that time. That The fans, the board, Nuno getting through to that Wembley semi-final. But like you do say, the, the Bristol City, when he was doing that in the in the, in the the box, and then... The, the, what the was he doing, Dave? Do that again. Do that again, Dave. <laughs> the, uh, the, car, the Cardiff uh, penalties in the last minute, the last minute and running on the pitch and Nuno mm. and, uh, uh, Warnock not wanting to shake his hand. I mean, you've got so many memories of Nuno. Oh, and you know what? Whatever happens from now on, whether he's chose to go or whether he's been pushed, he will always be okay. loved by the let, people of Wolverham. Let me ask you a question, right? So all these people saying Nuno out, Nuno out, Nuno out, yeah? So let's say tomorrow, or Sunday, sorry, um, 10,000, 15,000 supporters decide to pay their homage and get there and let off all the uh, orange flares and this, that, gold flares, I should say, etc., etc. Right? Don't be hypocritical. If you've been calling for Nuno out, don't go anywhere near that stadium. If you've been calling for Nuno out, don't put all this bullshit on Twitter that, oh, yeah, great manager, great manager. Da, da, da. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not hypocritical. I've never once said Nuno out. I'm gutted no. it's going today. So do you know what? Stay true to yourself, not the club. Stay true to yourself. And if you Do you think they will, Jason? Do you think they will, Jason? Listen. Listen, on Sunday, there's going to be loads of people out there, right? Loads of people who couldn't be asked to get a ticket or missed out on the ballot for whatever reason. We've been mm. taking social media and slating Nuno because we haven't... People warriors, yeah. They're going to be there. Nuno had a dream to build a football team. Well, let me tell you something. He hasn't had a chance to build this football team, has he, to where we wanted to get to. Because I firmly believe that if we'd have all stuck behind him collectively this season and we'd have all supported... 
the way we should have done as supporters, I don't believe we'd have come to this decision 100%. And do you know what? It's all right to be able to say, oh, who's your next choice of manager going to be? My next choice of manager is going to be Nuno because I don't want him to go. And you know what? What do you think of the sporting Lisbon manager? What do you think of this Frank Bruno, whatever his name is? I have not got a clue. I didn't want Nuno. Jason, do you how what percentage of the fan base do you think were because I I'm on them on social media, I think I've uh muted everybody who yeah. <laughs> abuses it. So I didn't know, but what percentage? Because I'm sure the majority there's us five here, us five here would have given him the summer to sort this yeah. out and then seen the next season. So is it really that do they really listen to everything or that they're there, though. Money, they're there. They're there, tinkering away. Just, just. Of they are. I know they are. You know, but they're putting opinion across. But people that are happy, they don't put an opinion. The people Listen, that are upset have really got to vent their anger, haven't Listen, they? You know. Right. Mm. If we was Wolves manager or we was Man United manager, right? And this is not about egos, and this is not about you know. But we want to know how people feel about us, right? Mm-hmm. We want to know if people have got empathy towards us. So yes, it's great going into a stadium. And having your name cheered. But also, away from that, these people still need that buzz. Right, they do. Because if you get that buzz for that, you still want it away. And, of course, footballers Google their own name and and, and have a look on social media and see this and see that. It's so huge now. Don't you you think Nuno does exactly, just because he's not on Twitter and Instagram, does exactly what's being said. And that is going to affect people, whether we like it or not. But at the end of the day, everyone's, I mean, like every single one of us are on here and Jason, Manny, you know, Steve from the Howlers, Scott, you've probably had it. We've all had hate and people that have said horrible things and stuff because you got, you've got a profile and stuff and I've got, it upsets you and it hurts you. Nuno's no different as in every other player. He's a human being, you know, people can criticise, but when it gets to being vitriolic, Yes. And calling him a clown and does. Like that. you don't that that's just so I mean, out of order. Can I, can I just make a point? Sorry to interrupt, Dave. Um, Nuno being called a clown, right? Somebody called Nuno a clown, and I know who the person was. I'm not going to mention his name. Somebody could. I don't care how passionate you are. I get passionate and I say certain things. I've never said Fa- Fabio Silva is an absolute muppet. I've never abused the lad, right? I've got an no. opinion on him. I've never abused him. To say Nuno is a clown, really? I make yeah, it worse than that. My goodness okay. me! Well, listen, that's one. Listen, I've had also get yeah. him out of our club, get Fosen out of our club. Brilliant. Let's get someone like Steve Morgan in. But no one was happy with Steve Morgan. In the end, right? This is the reality. In the end, someone spat in Jack Hayward's face. Right? Right. Then you flip it back, you go before that, before Sir Jack Hayward come with his wand and waved the magic wand and bought this beautiful, fantastic stadium and built it. In the 80s, when we was in the fourth division, right, and when we was getting relegated from third, why did the crowd go down to 3,200? So let me tell you something, this fan base is fickle. And whether we're at the top of the league or the Jace, bottom of the league, Jace, that never bully, bully got booed against Bolton at home, I remember <laughs> Because he missed, you know, scored 306 goals for us and they booed him because he missed a couple yeah. of chances, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the fan base for you. The Wolves fan base can be summed up in one one perfect way. We could go to the FA Cup final, win it, and then everybody will talk about, did you see that chance that Silver missed? He should have put that away. We just won the FA Cup. 
why do you need to bring that one bit up? But that's the way the fan base have always been. To be to be to, to be fair as well, I think it's you've got. I mean. We, we, we do like to be all together and you're going to have different views and people can put the different yeah. views. Every single club right. yeah. has got yeah. people that are fickle and will go on. Agreed. And you're right. Manny hit the thing. What is the percentage of the people? It's the, the most vocal, the ones that shout loudest. They're on social media. Although they might represent be quite representative on social media, not everyone, like you say, who's happy and stuff, go around and moan. It's all it's like scroll past, mate. We have to so scroll you, past. You so scroll so past. You, That's you, all you do. About social media as well. Ninety percent of the people that give shit out on there wouldn't say it to your face. A no. and B. They've got a photo of Connor Cody or Pedro Neto or Fabio Silva or whoever, and they're hiding behind accounts anyway. Right, and I've got more respect for someone. I don't mind anybody on Twitter calling me an arsehole, right? As long as a they're going to say it to my face, and b they've got the courage of their conviction to show who they are in the name. But guess what? They don't. No, exactly. Well, to finish off with guys, because we're just over the uh, the hour mark. This has been absolutely brilliant. We've had well over five hundred, up to six hundred people uh, watching live, and thank you to everyone. Uh, that's joined in the conversation. That's joined in to watch. Please smash a like on the uh, on the video, and uh, I'm, I'm very grateful to my guests. But we need to finish, uh, you know, with you know, on a positive in some ways. We've discussed this, and no doubt we'll don't we'll... get us to sing, Dave. Please, don't worry, we can do that. I mean, you will get the send off on um, at the weekend. It's sad that we haven't got a full mole in you. I am. A bit emotional about it because I feel like I feel like still in shock, and he, he's given so much, and I just didn't didn't see this coming. I wouldn't be surprised again, like you say, Jason, whether this has been planned a long time, and there's there's someone coming in next week. But let's just finish. I think uh, that's probably why they've announced it now to give him at least an opportunity because they could have if they've got someone coming in, they could have just seen the last game out. And just then said, thank you, Nuno. We've already discussed this a few weeks ago. This is what we're doing. I think they just want him on the pitch and give him a bit of... It's only going to be 4,500 fans, but I'm sure they'll make a racket. And I'm sure the majority, if not all, will be cheering loudly his name because he's been a legend, a com complete legend for this club. A huge era coming to the end. And the next one we've got no clue about. And the next <laughs> well, one, the next yeah. one has got big shoes to fill. Huge. Yeah. It's just a shame we can't have 30,000 fans in the stadium, as I thought we would have next season, singing Nuno had a dream. And yeah. that's, you know, going to be but, with us forever. But oh, listen, it'll, it'll all, be welcome in Wolverhampton. All I'll finish with is, Dave, is that nothing lasts forever. No. And do you know what? Um, the club is bigger than any manager and any player that no, yeah. will be, right? And the club is ours, the supporters. And what's our motto? Out of darkness... Cometh light, and that's exactly what happened. So we're all pissed off and upset tonight. Me too. I'm gonna have a couple of beers and a curry and kick my grounds. But at the end of the day, I've, I'm not gonna kick the grounds. So if the RSPCA are watching, I'm not gonna kick the grounds. <laughs> but I can be completely honest with you. Listen, let's look forward to the future. We can't change what's happened, and you know what? Let's all move forward together. And you know what? Just one one thing we haven't mentioned. There's not many managers that have dipped in to their own pockets and given a quarter of a million quid to their own, to the town they adopted. 
Good to the kids and the families that suffer. It's unbelievable. He goes down as a legend just for that, you know, alone. And can I say when Nuno's... Hey, Manny, don't forget, mate. Listen, some people don't like charity. You can't mention that. Oh, no, don't, don't, don't mention charity. Don't, <laughs> don't mention charity, Manny. I've dropped my phone. <laughs> Steve, you were gonna, Steve, you were going to say, mate, Steve. Yeah, I was just going to say, one day when Nuno, hopefully one day you might watch this video. I'm not sure that you will do, but he might be on the beach when he's having his little holiday, looking at this video and thinking, what have I done the walls? And just want to say a big massive thank you to him and to say thank you for providing such fantastic memories. Think of Cardiff. You know, all the the Europa run, all those fantastic, fantastic days, away days. Went to Barcelona, Istanbul, Wolves in Istanbul. Yeah. Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable memories. You can't believe it, can you, what he's done? Unbelievable. What a fantastic man, fantastic guy. You made me go to Yerevan, I'm not going to mention that, please. <laughs> Scott, uh, some final thoughts from you before we get round to... Um... To finishing off with Jason and Manny and my last thoughts as well. What I would say is he made a city fall back in love with its club and I will be forever grateful for that because I've been to games where we've never sold out the Molyneux and we've played absolutely horrible. But going to all those away games in his first season, we knew something special was happening, but you didn't really want to believe it because obviously... Walls, it doesn't always go our way, but you knew something was happening, something was special. And when you see the away days that we had, Cardiff, Bristol City, the Middlesbrough one when he jumped in front of Poulis and Sace died that day, those those days will live long in the memory. And then to actually see my team play in Europe, it was just it's just incredible. And for all I know, we might not get Europe for, again for a while. So for that, I'll um, have a grey beard next time we're in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> the guys, <laughs> final thoughts from you, mate. Listen, I've said enough. Thank you, Nuna. That's all I've got to say. Okay, and from myself, like for all of the, all the points that have been said, you know, the guy is not just been a a great manager that we all fell in love with. He's been an inspiration to so many not just in terms of leading our team from the bottom half of the championship through to two seventh place finish um, within one minute of um, an FA Cup final, the fantastic nights at Molyneux and away, or all the com 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 comedy moments with Cardiff. But no matter the situation, he always talked, he always had that beautiful smile that engaged people no matter what he'd smile and he'd brighten you know and you always just believed in him and then the trips around Europe you know getting to the quarterfinals of you know five minutes from a semi-final you know battling against the eventual winners Sevilla he's done so much and this year he's been fighting with a hand behind his back and we all believed that he was going to take us forward next season that's clearly not going to happen now for whatever reason and the more will come out over the f coming weeks and no doubt we'll get together again to talk about what's going to happen next but the next few weeks are going to be different but you know for all Wolves fans no matter whether you'd love him or hate him you've got to respect the man he's not just a great manager for this club he is a fantastic human being and we can never forget that and like what Manny said, giving a quarter of a million pounds for a city that he's adopted 
You know, he's not from Wolverhampton. He he's he's embraced this city and he's he's done so much. And we can never forget what he's done. And in Wolves history, hopefully, this will be a stepping stone. He will be recognised with the likes of Sir Jack. You know, maybe Stan Cullis and people like that. You know, in the future, because you can never take away the memories what he's done. I'm just absolutely gutted that we're not going to have any more memories to take forward. But you know. All the best to him, whatever he does in the future, and he will always be welcome as far as I'm concerned in Wolverhampton. You've said it all, Dave. And remember, football fans have a short memory. In October, it will be Bruno out. (laughs) 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 Manny, what's going to happen in September then? (laughs) <laughs> no, we'll give him we'll give him September for God's sake, Jason. We're not that fickle. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, the it's an end of an era. Guys, thank you so much uh for joining in the chat. There's been so many of you joining with the with the conversation with uh with your points. Massive thank you to Scott uh for joining us. Um for Steve, um keyboard player the Wolfpack Owlers, check out their website. They're gonna be very busy over the next few things and you know, they need um, a new song. <laughs> yeah, you're going to... Oh, no, no, it, it could be Bruno had a dream. But I never and Jason from the uh, Fantastic Wolf Whistle podcast, go and check out his podcast because he always does fantastic stuff. We'll, we'll be playing together, me, um, Jason and Manny, shortly on Bank Holiday Monday at a, a charity match for the Mind Mental Health Charity, So, which is organised by the Fancast guys. So check that out and support that if you can as well by raising some money. And, of course, um, fellow co-host on this podcast and channel, Manny, thank you very much again for being uh, so honest and uh, informative and, you know, much appreciated. And to everyone out there, you know, make sure we give uh, Nuno a good send-off and um, don't forget the memories and always Wolves. Toast to Nuno. I've got a drink. I've got a cup of tea. For a minute, Manny, I thought you had a, I thought you had a lager or something. There. Mate, you know what? <laughs> After today, I might to drink. Take care, now. See you guys. See ya. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered 
by fans.